The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara, Nedarim, Daphnon Zion. Today's Daphnon is being studied in the Shmat, Morzekini, Rabbi Yosef ben Sarah, Rabbi Abraham ben Esther, Ruhashib ben Yahab ben Eden. Amen. Today's Daphnon is being studied for Ash Shalemad, Moshe ben Dina, Sarah ben Rachel, Sarah ben Rachel, and Shlomo ben Miriam. Sarah Yosef ben Sarah. In Narefan Elahim. In Narefan Elahim. In Narefan Elahim. Fata Nefesh. Fata Gufuatam. Krabbal Rechini Nason. Then Omar, Amen. We start Nun Zayin, Amud Rishon, starting from the Mishnah on the top of the Amud. Now this Mishnah already, we did see it quoted in previous Gemariyot. Kunam perot ha'elu alay. A guy comes along and makes a kunam, he makes a nedir against specific fruits. Again, perot ha'elu. Okay, he has certain fruits in front of him. Now, if you remember, we learned in a previous uh, Gemara when this was quoted, that when a person does that, it's as if he's making them hikdish. It's like he's consecrating them. And once you consecrate something, not only does the fruit itself become asur, but we learned also halufahin. Halufahin means that even if you exchanged it, which means you're not allowed to exchange it, because bottom line, by exchanging it, you're getting a hanaf from the item. But the hadush is even the exchange itself becomes asur, just like hikdish, and for that matter, gedulahin. Anything that grows from the actual fruit itself is going to be, for example, you took the seeds out and you planted them, they grew new items, that's considered gedulahim, also is going to be asukos. Bottom line, when a person is osir specific fruits upon himself, perot elu, we consider as if he made them hegdesh, and therefore the, the isud is all-encompassing. So let's read that. Now that's not the only language, there's different languages you can say to include this. Kunam perot elu alai, kunam hen alpi. Right, they're forbidden to my mouth. Kunam hen lefi, or they're kunam uh, to my uh, to my mouth. Alpi or lefi, same uh, point. Asur behalufehen, the exchange is going to be asur as well. Ubi gidul lehen, and the gidul itself. Let's read the ran on top of the uh, <coughs> on top of the column. Kunam perot elu alai. Kunam hen alpi. Kunam hen lefi. Asur behalufehen ubi gidul lehen. Mishum dekivad sheparat devarim ani esarim alav. Because since he was specific, he pointed to a specific amount of fruits, Shavinu Alek Hekdesh. We consider it as if he made it on himself, Hekdesh. And it could be a surah in the Hadoof and the Gidul. Which means just like a person makes an item Mamash Hekdesh, the item doesn't only become sacred, uh, consecrated to him, but the Hadoof and the Gidul also. If a person just says like this, He doesn't say these te'inim. Or he says, Great. He doesn't say these. Since he forbade the whole species, He doesn't is giving us a very important hiluk that when the guy is osir on himself the species without saying elu only means just osir upon himself eating these items but he's not osir on himself the hiluf and he's not osir himself on the gidul the guy says te'inim asur alai those species. Okay, he says they're not going to eat te'inim. But does not mean that the ilu for the gidul. But when he says perot elu, he specifies this, these items. That's more like he's saying these items are considered 
Hegdesh, and therefore the whole uh, uh, gamut of Isurim falls on those items. Haluf and Gidud. Let's say the guy said, you know, the fruits of such a place are forbidden to me. Or perotav chilploni. Or, you know, again, it specifies the fruit that belongs to this guy is suit to me. The cheban chiyihed. Since bottom line he <coughs> designated, it's like he specified, Good, so Tadat's giving us a very important cloud. There's a difference between specifying, which is worse, and just being general. And really that's the next case in the Mishnah. Read the next case in the Mishnah. She'ani. <coughs> okay, you want to... Okay, She'ani Ochel. He just comes along and says... You know, certain uh, fruit that I'm not going to eat, or that I'm not going to taste, so it's mutar in that case, but the haluf and the kidu goes barman, he didn't say elu. That's really the key over here. All he said was, perot, uh, I'm not going to eat or taste. So eating means, well, I'm not going to eat them. It's not like he made them hikdish. I'm konaming I'm them from eating. So therefore, the haluf, that, that's, I'm not eating the fruit anymore, I mean, you, you switched it. Or the gidul, which we'll see in certain cases, is not considered eating the actual fruit itself. So the haluk between case number one and case number two is when the guy says elu perot elu, that means he made it hekdesh. But when you say perot shani toemo ochel, then I'm not. I'm, I'm forbidding them from eat from eating. So you're forbidding them from eating. So only eating is going to be permissible, forbidden on that item itself. But the haluk the gidul is going to be permissible. Now it's worthy just to remind ourselves of a sugya that we had earlier. Uh, in the story of Rami Bar Hama. What was that story? The story was that we had a question like this. If let's say, all this Mishnah is talking about is where the Noded himself is Osir himself from fruit. But let's say the Noded is Osir his friend from fruit. Okay, which we let's say it says, Perot Elu Asur Al Haveri. There Rami Bar Hama had a question. His question was, well, listen. Uh, just like you cannot osir something that doesn't come into the world on your friend, so you cannot osir the hiluf and the gidul on your friend because it's not here yet. Or do you say that no, maybe we're not going with, with that concept. Maybe it's like a certain knas that we put that any time you have isud hana'ah that's put on a uh, person, which is besides the fact that maybe when the guy's no dead again on himself, he meant like hikdesh, but maybe there's another factor, the reason why hiluf and gidul are asud. Maybe it's like a gizirah that the rabbis put on the person. So if that's the case, if you're working from just a kanah standpoint, it could be when a person is osir, his friend, on certain items, is going to be asur as well. Okay, but Amishah is not discussing that case. Amishah is discussing the case where the noder did it to himself. The hilufim and the gidudim are going to be asur. Incidentally, even if he's not the one that made the hiluf, even if somebody else made the hiluf, doesn't matter. Bottom line, take this to, to the person, whether he did it himself or it was done by... Somebody else. Okay, but Nami Bar Hamas question was the Gabe if he was Osirit on somebody else, what's the ramifications? And that was the Gemara earlier. Good. Comes the Gemara, Mishnah comes along and makes a very important distinction. So let's just review. In the first case, when the guy said Pirot Elu, Gidulim are Asur. What are Gidulim? Gidulim are let's say the growth. You take the seed or whatever it is, the bulb, and you plant it, and now you have a new growth. However, when the guy comes along and says Shani Toem, Right, that I'm going to taste, that I'm going to eat, then we say that only the item itself is asur, but the gidul is permissible. So comes again, Mishnah and says, Bedavar shezar'o kaleh. Ah. This is only talking about 
on a type of zera, a type of seed that disintegrates. Most seeds, when you put them in the ground, before they produce a new uh, fruit or product, they disintegrate. So therefore, for example, in the case where a guy says, Kunam, this uh, fruit, I'm not going to eat. You know why the gidul is permissible? Because the gidul is not from the actual fruit itself. Because when you put the gidul in the ground, it disintegrates first, so there's no part of the original fruit in the ground itself. Masha'enkin, let's take like an onion. The onion, let's say you take the bulb, you're taking the actual bulb of the original onion that you will sit on yourself, you put it in the ground, it doesn't disintegrate, it just grows more. So therefore you were not allowed to eat the gidul itself, because you said, I'm not eating this fruit. So the gidul is part of the fruit. The only time we say that gidulim are not considered asur is only on the cases where they actually disintegrate. Good? Let's read that inside. Bedavar shezar'o kaleh. That's talking about where the zera is disintegrating. Avad, bedavar she'en zar'o kaleh. But if you tell me that the seed itself does not disintegrate, afilu gidule gidulim asur. Then already even the gidul of the gidul is going to be asur. Because what happens? Let's take the onion. Now you take the bulb, so the, this bulb grows, so it has the original uh, fruit in there still. So you will say that uh, fruit, right? You will sit to, to eat that onion, it's the same uh, onion. Uh, now already you take the bulb from that one and you replant it. Again, it still has the, the original, because it doesn't disintegrate. So in the cases where so the item where it doesn't disintegrate, even gidule gidulehen are going to be asur. Tadan has a very strong question over here. Tadan says, what are you talking about? Eventually, you can work on the subject of bitul. Because uh, the original onion, okay, the whole onion is asur on you. Okay. So now you take the bulb and you plant it, and you plant it again. There's such a small part of the original uh, uh, onion in there. So the Chara, why don't you use the concept of bitul barov? Just say batel barov, and if we have no problem. So he answers based on a rule that we learned earlier. That it's a davar sheish lomatirim. The Vashishlomatini means like this. Any item that eventually, or its possibility to become permissible, we don't allow you to rely on rov, to, be, to make bitul. Now in this case over here, just go to the rabbi and get hatarad uh, darim. You want to use bitul barov in order to light it the onion, there's no bitul. Even if there's a thousand against it. So therefore, I don't care if you just have a small amount of the original bulb in the gindule gindule and since you're able to mevatel it through making hatarad darim, it's considered davashishlomatim. Therefore, it's going to remain be'isur. Let's read the... Um, <coughs> Let's read the Rana now. Let's go to the Rana. It's uh, somewhere in the middle of the Amur over there. Bedavar shezar okale. All this is talking about where the seed disintegrates. Avadavar she davar she enzar okale. If it doesn't disintegrate, afilu gedulin gedulin asurin akula matnitin kai. This this um, specification, this restriction is going back on both cases of the Mishnah. Vachi kamar my damnin and beresha. That which we said at the beginning, asur begedulin, the ma'ashur dafkim begedulin, mitzarav begedulin, begedulin shari. Hani mili bedavar shezaro kale. The bechiyagav na nihid begedulin ishtunim mitzar dafagav. The lekabidi bimadi asur begedulin dazaro kale. Afilu ache la garay begedulin mehalifim. Halifim na mefagav the lekabidi bimadi asur ale. Afilu ache asir. 
נהיו בגידולי גידולין שרי, דקיבא דגידולין בדבר שזרוק עלי כחליפין דמה, כי איך ידחלפי חליפין מותניק ולכת ליה בשותפין, כבי מחלם וקדש בדמיהם מקודשת, אכן אמן גידולי גידוליהן שרי. משום ארכי, כתן גדוליהם. תבשו אבל גידולי גידוליהן לא, משום דמיילי בדבר שזרוק עלי. So what do we say? Hem asurim, halufehen asurim, gedulehen asurim. Well, let's make a duke in the Mishnah. It said gedulehen asurim. Ma'ashba gedule gedulehen mutarim. That's the duke we have to make. Why? Why should it be mutar? Because if we're talking about a situation where the actual seed disintegrates, so listen, when the seed disintegrates, I'm still going to osed the gedulim. Yeah, but it's not related to the original fruit. So what? Haluf is also not related to the original fruit. I'm, I'm oseding halufin. So if I can osed halufin, I'm going to osed gedolim, even though it's not uh, related to the original fruit. But what? We learned earlier in the Masechet that halufeh halufehen is mutar. Which means if you went another step and you transferred, you took it out, you took it to, maybe you bekadesh a lady with it, you did something else, halufeh halufin is mutar. So therefore, gedolim gedolim would also be mutar in a case where the zera is disintegrate. Now, of course, if the zera doesn't disintegrate, then of course, Gidulei Gidulei will be a surah up to a hundred times. So then it's a Hadush in the Resha as well. Tadavka Gidulei, a surah by Gidulei Gidulei, Mutar, because it's not worse than Halufei, Halufei, that's also Mutar. Now, what's the Hadush in the second case in the Mishnah? The Hadush in the second case in the Mishnah, that which we said, that when a person says, let's say, this fruit of I'm not going to eat, where we said Gidulehen is... A mutah, that's only talking about where zar'o kaleh. But if it's not zar'o kaleh, then in the khidameh, not only gedulim will be asur, but even gedulim, gedulim is going to be asur as well. So that's the in the resha, as well as in the sefa. Comes the Mishnah and continues. Good. Next case. The next case is very similar to the first case. Guy tells his wife, <clears throat> right? I'm forbidding to have any hana'ah from your ma'asiyadayim, from your, uh, from your work. Now again, we learned earlier in the Masechah, when you make a nidr, you have to make a nidr on, on an item. Something tangible. The work is not a tangible. So we learned earlier, saying, it's, I'm setting myself from the hands, from the hands that are doing the work itself. That's just the way to make the nidr uh, plausible, right? For example, uh, you're saying, I'm not going to have an hour from anything that she cooks. Okay? From an hour from anything that she, uh, she, she, she does. Kunam hen alpi. Kunam hen lefi. Okay, all those cases. Again, what's the rule over here? It's a specific item. He's also saying, ma'asiyadayim of his wife. Asur b'halufen u'b'gedulehen. That's like he made it like this. So therefore, let's say now, she took the food that she made, she sold it. And she got a exchange. The exchange is also a suit, because like Egdesh. Or for that matter, Gidul Lehen. She took the wheat, and she planted it, and you had now a new growth. The Gidul is also going to be a suit. She'ani ochel, she'ani to'em. But if you just forbid us, I'm not going to eat from the uh, the work of my uh, wife. So that's only eating. Therefore, mutar b'halufehen u'b'gidul lehem. Same rules. Be'davar she'zar o'kale. That's only talking about the Gidul are going to be permissible. In the second case, where it's disintegrated. But if, let's say, it doesn't disintegrate, I feel even is going to be asurin 
as well. So basically, the second rule is following the same principles as the first rule. Now, what is the Hidush technically in this in this case? The Chavurah is working with the same uh, principles. So look at the Ram. Ha'omel ishto. Which means when a guy comes along and says, That's like you designated perot. Like just like when you said, Elu perot, these fruit, it's all said everything, they're making dish. When you say ishti, kunam, that's like you're saying and therefore it's going to be osir across the board. Oh, now he says Who? Oh, it's intangible, which we already asked this question. He's osin the hands to doing the work. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Uh, he writes over here from Rabbi Yona or Rabbi Yona. The im the lo mitzar ela bichneged maasiyadeh. She mishtot tachana ve'afta umakra lechem liot maot shekneged tachana ve'afiyah shelo kneged hatim shelo. Right, which means like this: the wheat that she's cooking is his wheat. Okay. He didn't know save himself from his wheat. He's only saving himself the hanaah of what his wife processes it. Understand? Nafkamina. Let's say the wife sells it. That, let's say she gets $10. Well, $8, he's not sending himself from, because $8 is the price of the wheat itself. It's the $2 extra that, because she cooked it and processed it and all that, that's the only item that's going to be a suit. And if you're not speak that out, because don't think, he's not sending himself against his own stuff, but she enhanced it through whatever she did. Her on the item, that's the stuff that she is, he's going to Forbid himself on. Okay. Continued on. But if he says this in the Maasiyah, my wife, I'm just not going to eat them. He's only saving himself from eating. Therefore, the Hidduf is mutah because you're not eating the item. It is an exchange. Or the Gidul, that's not the item. What's the Hidduf? You see this case over here, even though he said Elu, which means I'm saving myself from these. The foods that my wife made to eat them. Which is when a guy says maasei, I'm setting myself for ishti. That's like saying from a specific item. Now, what do we say in the rule of a specific item? A specific item goes it's a suit across the board. The hadush is when you say maasei since you added the word achila, it limits it. Only on the item per se, but not lufim and gedulehem. So that's hadush in the sefa. Good, even though it's like an elu, but since you qualified it by adding the word shani ochel shani toahem, so it limits us only to eating the specific item per se. Okay, now we continue the mishnah. Mishnah comes along and says, husband made certain stipulations with his wife. What's the case? She'at osa. Which means what you what you are doing, that you're making. Any ochel ad pesach. Whatever you make, I'm not eating until up until pesach. He made it, let's say, before pesach. I made it in uh, the adar. Okay, so he says you know, from adar till pesach, whatever you make is a suit to me. 
She'at osa, or he says, whatever you make, any mitkase, I'm not going to, he makes clothes and stuff like that, she makes clothes, I'm not going to wear it. Ada Pesach, okay. So, asta lifnea Pesach, which is, let's say she cooked some foods before the Pesach, mutal echol, he's permissible to eat it, after the Pesach. Udit kasot ahara Pesach, which is, he didn't forbid himself from the items per se. He didn't say himself, any item you make before Pesach is forbidden to me. He only forbade himself during that window of time. But even though she made it during that window of time, after the time is finished, he can have it. Good. However, She'at ada Pesach, what you make from now until Pesach, any okay, I'm not going to eat. That's mashma forever. Anything that she made in that window of time becomes forbidden even after the time itself, or vishat osa ada pesach, any mitkesa, whatever you uh, make product of clothing, I'm not going to wear. Asta lefnei pesach, she made it before pesach. The food asul leekol, udat kasot ada pesach. It's going to be forbidden to wear it even after, because in that case over there, so he's osering the item itself conclusively. But any item that you make within this window of time is forbidden to me. And therefore, once she made it in that window of time, even after the time is over, bottom line, the item remains asur. Now we. Yeah. Okay, that's the case. Look at the uh, Ram. Three lines, four lines at the bottom. She'at osa eni ochel ada pesach mutal lekot kasod ada pesach delo mesefekinan v'ma ada pesach kai al she'at osa eni ochel leolam kamar. Which is because you might have thought that you can you know break up his words to interpret them as if he's saying you know that whatever you make until pesach is going to be a suit to me forever. No, don't learn like that. Ela what? But from the fact that he said, if he put, he could see, put any ochel ada pesach first, that's much, he's only forbidding himself in the time frame, but not on the item itself. Which means there is a, 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 a chance that you might have misinterpreted his language. You put the comma in the wrong spot and things like that, where you could think that he meant. He's just saying the item himself. Well, no, that when he comes along and says uh, this lashon, he just means up until Pesach. I'm making the issue. I mean, the issue is a time issue, and when the time passes, it is permissible. Now we get to the next case. Two lines on the bottom of the Mishnah. She'at nehenet li ada Pesach. He's forbidding himself. He's forbidding his wife to have hanaaf from him. I'm forbidding myself. You're not going to have hanaaf from me until Pesach. That's the window of time. If you go to your father's house from now until Sukkot. Well, we had this case. So therefore, he doesn't want his, obviously doesn't want his wife to go to her parents. So what does he do? He gives her an incentive. He says, listen, you know, if you're going to go to your wife, if you're going to go to your parents' house from now until uh, Sukkot, the items over here, you're not going to have an until Pesach. Now what's the uh, case? Look at the... Uh, Okay, he says, we learned it above already on that uh, Tedvav. Good. Now we'll see this in a second. So let's read the Mishnah now. She'at nenitli, which means you're not going to have an from me at the Pesach, until Pesach. Imo lechet at lebet abich, if you're going to go to your father, ad ahag. Halcha lifnea Pesach. Let's say she went already before Pesach, to her father's ass, asura banato, ad the Pesach. So now, obviously, she cannot have an until Pesach. And after Pesach, 
Zeredi over Baliahela. Let's discuss outside for a second uh, what's taking place over here. The guy's window of Isur is, let's say, from now until Pesach, but it hinges on something that is even outside the window. Because technically, she has, let's say, from Pesach to Sukkot, six more months. Where, let's say, if she goes, it activates retroactively what happened already. Now, we'll discuss in a moment... There's a fantastic machlok between uh, Rav Nachman and Rav Yehuda. In such a case, do we allow her to have Hanad during that window before we know if it's going to be activated or not? One rabbi says, you know what? You cannot have Hanad at all. Even though it might work out okay, which means six months past, you didn't go to our father's house, technically, but don't take a risk. So you cannot put yourself in the, in the risk. Another rabbi says, no. Let her have an hour, just make sure if you did have an hour within that time, don't go to your father's house of pizza because then you're going to activate the, the nether. Okay? That's the machloket. Now, we have to learn the Mishnah according to both rabbis, that both rabbis make sense. So let's read it, let's read it again. I'll explain to you again. Read inside. Let's say it's now uh, Adab. Same case, so it's Adab. You are not going to be allowed to have an hour for me from now. Until pass any items from this let's say, month and a half, you can have an ah. If you go to your father's house from now until Sukkot, so which is the window of Isur ends at Pesach, but it can be activated from any time until actually Sukkot. Because if she goes to her father's house any time after Pesach, retroactively whatever she had Hanaa from at that time becomes Asur. So now it says. If let's say she went before Pesach, she went to her father's uh, house, okay, so that's it. She activated it. So for anything in that window, she could not have any Hana'ah. Now let's say she went after Pesach. So now we're discussing the window past. But now she wants, it's going to be activated retroactively, right? Bebal Yahil. So now already she's over bal yachel. Now I can explain this Mishnah one of two ways. According to the rabbi that said, she's allowed to have hana'ah during the window, even though potentially it can be activated. The Mishnah makes a lot of sense. She had hana'ah during the, the window of the topesa. She then went to her father. Okay, she's over bal yachel. She, was, she broke her nether. Bal yachel means you did not keep your word. Because retroactively now the nether was activated, therefore she was over Good, that's one way of learning. But according to the rabbi that says she cannot have Hana'ah during that period of time, so then what's the problem that you're saying that uh, she can go, uh, if she went after Pesach, she's over Bal Yachel. She was not to have Hana'ah. So what the Mishnah is doing over here is explaining that. It's saying the reason why she cannot have Hana'ah, because if she did have Hana'ah and then went, she's going to over Bal Yachel. And that's why you cannot have Hana'ah during that window of time. Say so there's two ways of... If she did have Hana'ah at the time, first of all, according to that rabbi, she did wrong. She's not over Bal Yachel. Right, she did wrong. She went against like a Gezerah Hakamim. And if she ends up going, then she gets the Doraita. So that's what the rabbi said. Listen, don't do it because you know you can reach a Bal Yachel and you can even end up going. Okay, now we get to the last case of our Mishnah. The last case is like this. Guy tells his wife. Okay, they're between uh, Sukkot and Pesach. 
Yes, of course, the pairs that's like a six month uh, window. Remember that, that, that time over there. Uh, he says a kunam. She'at ne'nitli adahag. Which is, you cannot have an af from me from now, anything, until sukkot. Im olechet at lebet abich adapesach. If you're going to go to my father's house, ha- or your father's house, from now until Pesach. So in this case, it's reversed in the last case. Here, the window is longer, because he's sitting up from now, it's Sukkot, right after Sukkot. The window of Isudana is from right after Sukkot till the next Sukkot. So that's almost a year. However, it's activated when? If she goes to the father by Pesach. Right? So the activation period is shorter then the actual period where the Isura Na'ah is possible, yeah. right? It's reversed in the case we just said. So what's the deal in the Mishnah? Halcha lifnea Pesach. Well, if she goes before Pesach, so then already, Asura b'hana'ato. Adahad. So now she's forbidden to have Hana'ah during that whole window of time. She went before Pesach, right? So now it's activated. So therefore the whole window from after Sukkot until the next Sukkot, She's forbidden. However, umuteret lelech achad pesach. Well, obviously, after pesach, she's uh, permissible. The, the thing was, don't go to your father's house to pesach. But after pesach, it is going to be mutar. Gemara begins. Haomer leishto kunam maaseyadecha halai kunam hem api kunam hendefi. Okay, that was a quote from the Mishnah. Now we start with a new case that's brought up in the Gemara. Yishmael ish kfar yama. The rabbi called Yishmael from Kfar Yama. That was a village that was on the coast. So they called it Kfar Yama. The Ambila Ish Kfar Diyama. Okay. He'ila biyado. The question he had, <coughs> this is the question he had in his mouth. Batzel. Okay, Batzel is a, uh, an onion. She'akro b'shevi'it. You plucked it out during the Shemitah Now we know the fruit in the Shemitah after a certain point becomes Asur. It's Kodesh. That time is called Sha'at Abi'ur. And therefore you're not to benefit from the produce. So what happened? This onion, it was in Shinat uh, Shemitah. You plucked it. And then what did you do with it? You replanted it now. And the Shemilit, and the eighth year, you have no problem in planting it. But bottom line, the fruit itself, the batsal itself, is asur. So what happens? The rabu gedulav al ikaro. There was more growth than the actual original onion itself. <coughs> She's a groom. <coughs> so what's the question? Ve'achi kamibayale. Gedulav eter ve'ikaro asur. Right, that's the case. The Gidun is Mutar, because it grew in the 8th. But the Ikar is Isur, because it grew in the 7th. So the She'ela is, and we should really read the Hagahot Abach over here, Bet, the Keban, the Rabu Gidulav Al Ikaro, Otan Gidule Heter, well I say that the growth of Heter, Ma'alin Eta Isur, which means it's able to Mivatel the Isur, which means since Rov is Heter, it's in the same onion. Rov of it is eted, maybe has the ability to mivatel the actual isur of it, and therefore the item will become permissible, or lo. Or maybe no. Or maybe you say, uh, no, the opposite. I could argue that whatever comes from isur is just an extension of isur. 
And therefore, since the Oikar was Shemitah produce, whatever grows from Shemitah produce remains to become Isu. Therefore, I don't care if you plant it in the eighth year, it's not going to have the ability to be Mevatin. That was the Shayla. And this Shayla, incidentally, is the Shayla that we're going to discuss in the next uh, few Amudim of it. This one Shayla. How do you analyze the question? So look at the Dan first, just to see how he learns the question. Third line. Verabu which means it's not only talking about the actual growth of the same onion himself. Which means anything that grew from it, not only the onion per se, but leaves that grew on it, and other stuff as well. Since it's coming out of the original item, is it like the original? Then the Asiri. And then it can be mevatel the isur. The Ran says you could have asked a more elementary question. You don't have to discuss does the growth mevatel the original. You could have asked them what is, what is the growth itself? Yeah. Is the growth heter or isur? You don't have to get to the cases of mevatel. And the Ran really answers miu habehatali. He says you, you know what. It is interdependent on each other. Whatever you're going to say, this question, it'll answer the other question about the growth itself. Meaning, if you say the growth is mevatel, that means the growth itself is permissible. If you say the growth is not mevatel, that means the growth itself is isus. Because if the growth is not mevatel, that means it's a part of shemitah. And therefore, it's just a car which you eat. Whatever grows out of shemitah is considered isus itself. But if you say that the growth has been tail the Shemitah product, that means it itself is Heter. Can I answer the question? Let's say I came in front of Yitzhak Nafha. He came in front of Yitzhak Nafha. I didn't know the answer. He came in front of Yitzhak Nafha. He came in front of he solved it from the following writer. The Amar Rabbi Hanina Tritaa, that's the rabbi's name, Amar Biyanai. Batsal Shil Tiruma, you have an onion. This case, the onion is Tiruma. Okay, Tiruma is Kodesh. Shinato, you took the actual onion itself of Tiruma, you replanted it. The Rabbu Gidulaval Ikaro, what happened? The growth. Became more than the actual ikar mutar. Also, what do you see? That the growth is not from the actual source itself. Means the growth is heter. So the heter is able to mevatel the ikar, and uh, there you go. So look at the run. Batzal shel teruma. Shenato verabu gedula v'al ikaro mutar kilomar v'lavi teruma. The atu gedulin umevatelin ikar. Mihu, however, it should be pointed out, Tebel have. Now you have to give Turma again on the item. The have batlo gedulav etaikar. We don't think that uh, as if you gave the Turma already because it's not of his Turma. No, it's batel the whole thing. Uchtegamrin and mutar, meaning lomad de pakashim Turma mine v'shari b'achilat alai. All it means is mutar, meaning it's not Turma. If it goes back to becoming regular Tebel, the lawyer can eat achilat alai until you give Turma again. Fine, but what do you see over here? Just apply that to the Shemitah case. That what? When you have the majority now growing the eighth year, can be with the seventh year item, therefore be mutar. 
Amalere wird mir ja, wird immer bisrika, shavik mor tren, wahavik jihad. You left the opinion of two rabbis that are osir, and you took the opinion of one rabbi that's matir. Where do you see two rabbis that are osir? Man ninu tren, who are these two rabbis that are osir? Damar babu, amar biyohanan, rabbi number one. Yild yalda shisbeka bezekena. Uba perot afalpi sheosifa mataim asur. What's yalda? What's zikena? We're talking about a young tree that's less than three years old. That's a yalda. It's a sapling. The first three years of a tree, orla. The fruit is asur. If you have a little sapling tree, there's fruit on the uh, tree. Asur. What did you do? You took it and you grafted it. Sbecha, <laughs> you grafted it in a zikena, in a tree that was over three years old. Okay? So now what happened? If you grafted it, so now the fruit that you had started to grow more. Okay? Now even though they grew where you have 200 more growth than the actual fruit that started, which has the normal shi'ur, 200 to mevatel or la, the deen is, it's not mevatel. Because since the growth came from Orla, it remains Orla. So you see, what do you see that Yohanan holds? That the growth remains Isur. That's the first rabbi, you see that growth is Isur. It's not Mevatel. Let's read that in the Nam. Yalda shesabbecha bizkena. Yalda shelo avru ala gimel shanim. It's a tree that grew three years. Vekatsetza, you cut it. Vekiba, binti azekena. Shavra ala gimel shanim. You go after it in the tree that was three years old. Uba perot. There was fruit already on the orla tree. Because if there was no fruit, it would be batel. But since it started off as fruit, right, it added 200 times more than what it was before you grafted it. Asur. Which is even though, let's say, the hetem really came from the tree now, they caught you, which is the zekena. They came along the aldash to become zekena batla. Filoach kevat shiprot alal kevar ayuba kodem shibecha and gedulin shemem v'tevikar. So therefore, you see what, even on the count of their heter, because they're coming from the zekena, doesn't matter. Since they started off from a fruit that was isur, whatever grows from it is considered isur. And if let's translate that back to our shemita question, I don't care what grew in the eighth year. Balma is growing from seventh year bulbs, therefore it's going to be Asur. Secondly, we have a Shittah of Rabbi Yonatan. V'amar Shemuel bar Nachmani Amar Rabbi Yonatan Batzal Shinnita'o Bekerim Okay, you planted a onion in a vineyard. Now that's already kilayim. You're not allowed to plant another uh, vegetable in a uh, kerim, let's say. V'ni'akara kerim. Now what you do? You uproot the kerim, so that technically it's mutar again. Right? Because now there's no more kerim. Asur doesn't matter, which means even though now you have a lot of growth coming out of the onion, it doesn't matter. Even if you have, let's say, normal B2 level to mevatel, the original part of the onion, doesn't matter. Since it's growing from an onion that was Isur, it remains Isur. So you have two rabbis that say the same point. Look at the Ran. Asur. Alma gedulin. So by Shemitah, it shouldn't make a difference. So he's really telling him, why did you take the rabbi that was Matir, 
against two rabbis that are Hosef. So comes the Gemara and says, Hadar Atalik made Rav Ami. He then went back a second time to Rav Ami. The first time he went to Rav Ami, he didn't have an answer for him on the Shemitah question. Mm-hmm. He went back to him a second time. This time he had an answer. Upashit leim in Hadar. He solved the question from here. The Amar Bitzhak Amar Bihanan. Litra. That's a shi'ur. Betzalim. Shittikna. What did you do? You had litra betzalim. Tikna meaning you took to remote ma'asot. That's not litra is fixed. Vizara'an. Then you, you replanted these bulbs over here. Uh, you replanted them. Zara'an. You separated to remote ma'asot. Now you took the, the leftovers and you replanted them. Mit'aseret lefi kulla. You have to take the ma'aser according to the whole shi'ur. What does that mean? Alma, otan gidulin nebatelin ekar. What does this mean? Ran. Shitikna, first wide line. Shitikna, shifrish terumatama sovezara'a. Now, the Ran is just dealing now with a side question. Why don't you say that you, you planted them? Zara'a usually is like by a seed. This is really not a seed, this is more like a bulb. Yeah. So he said, Since there's a couple of onions, obviously, the way you're planting them is you put one over here, you put one over there, so it's like ziriah. Like by seeds. How do you plant seeds? You scatter them around. That's why it's using lashon ziriah, even though it's not a seed, it's a bulb, because the style that you're putting them in the ground is like ziriah. Mit'aseret lefikula. Oh, what does it mean, Mr. Fikula? Lefi agidulin ve'ikar. Which means you go according to the ikar, which means the new whole onion. The new whole onion. That means you don't say that, well, the first part of the onion was covered already. So the Chalash will have to give ma'asir on the growth. Don't say that. Which is once you put it back in the ground and the new growth <coughs> comes, you got to give now ma'asir on the whole onion itself. Alma. So what do you imply from there? Atu gidulin hamechuyabim. The gidulin that are hayab in Tunumot Ma'asrot. Umibatilin ita'ikar hapatur. Right? It's mebatil the become Everything goes after the gidulin. Okay? So that's the uh, question of... That's the proof I'm sorry that I'm here. Say the same thing by Shemitah. That what? Let the eighth year growth, Mivatel, the seventh year growth, never should be. Mutar. Comes the Gemara and says, Who told you that? Gemara says, Alma, or thank you to Mivatel, Mekar. Dilma lechumra shani. Now, maybe when it comes to be Mahbir, it's different, which means. Maybe I'll say what? That the growth is mevatil ikar to be stringent. In this case of Ma'asir, it's a stringency. I'll say the growth is mevatil the, the original uh, ikar, and that I have to give Ma'asir on the whole thing. But to be Mahmir, I'll say that. But not to be Mekir. In the case of Shemitah, you want to use that to be Mekir, say the eighth year product is going to mevatil. The seventh, and it's not Shemitah? Who said? All you have a proof is over here to say, Lehumra, you, you can, you, you'll be Mahmir. But who says you're going to say it? Lekula. Look at the Dan. Dilma Lehumra Shani. Lehulam Malak, the Medina, Lo Ate, Gedulin, Mubatin, Ikar. Maybe I'll tell you really, the Gedulin does not negate. And therefore, maybe by the Shemitah, Nekanami, it is Asur. The Adraba, Rem Kamu. 
It becomes, it's, it's an outgrowth of it, therefore it's like it. It's Shemitah product. Ela dehacha mishum chumra be'alma, amrinam demebatlin. Right, so chumra be'alma, which is really, I'll tell you, inichem, really minadin, by the case of uh, the Ba'asot itself, also, that what? It's not mevatel uh, the, the, the it is mevatel the it is not mevatel the uh, original item, and therefore maybe you have to give teruma on the thing itself. But I'll say the chumrah that it is mevatel to give teruma and ma'asot on the whole thing. So therefore maybe the chumrah you're going to say. And therefore you have no raya. Good. Continue the round for one moment. The round says. Teran is a side question over here. What's this question? This question is like this. Okay, so we're saying the Humrah, you gotta give Masir the whole thing. Did you have a question over here? They say, what do you mean? This is a type of Humrah that can come to Kula. Because their understanding that could be the gidul, the ikar itself is patur from teruma, and the growth is going to be hayav in teruma, and therefore you can be mahmid to say that the growth is hayav in teruma. If you're going to take from one part on the other, you're taking from hayuv on patur, which is not allowed. That's a humra. You're being strict to take teruma on the growth, but you might take it from itself, and that's taking from hayuv on patur. But the Ran says, for me that's not a question, because I hold that really, Minadin, the whole thing really is Patur. The growth and the actual Ikar, because really we're going to say what? Really it is Mivatil. And if it's Mivatil, the way the Ran understands Mivatil means, the growth is Mivatil, the actual uh, Ikar itself. And if the if if, if it's mevatel uh, or, or, or no minadin it's not mevatel, sorry minadin it's not mevatel, and therefore if it's not mevatel the the fruit the, the the onion the growth is really patur from teruma. Sorry, run. Since we're going to really say that the growth is not mevatel the ikar, havu gidudin ikar. That's the point. The Gidulim is like the Ikar. And therefore it's like it's taken. That's the point. Since it's like it's taken, really it's all Ptur here from the law. So it's Patur from the Ptur. So, 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 so by saying to take Maaser, you're taking Patur from the which is okay. It's not a Humrad that can come to Kula. Because, let's review outside. What are we really saying? Really I'll argue with you that what? Maybe the growth is an extension of the item. And though, therefore, in this case, over here, really, what? Just like the, the item itself was patur from teruma, so to the extension is also patur from teruma. So it's all patur and patur. And what am I telling you? Be mahvir, take teruma again. So even if you take from it, it's patur and patur. No problem. You're not taking from hayuv ala patur and patur from the hayuv. So he says, right, it's patur from the which is no problem. Which means, don't ask a question. I, you're going to have a case where it's, it's a humrah that comes to a kula. Because by saying hayav and if you take it from itself, it can be taken from hayuv patur. He said, no, it's not so. Because the way that I understands is, the other side of the equation is, that if you don't say it's separate, it means it's all extension. So just like the ikar is patur from teruma, whatever grows from it is also going to be patur from teruma. So so patur, good. So what do you want to say? I'll be mahvir. 
Fun. So in the case of Shemitah, you have no idea that you say this Sevra to be Mekel. Because in Shemitah, it's the opposite Sevra. It was in the seventh year, that grew in the eighth year. So by saying what? It's going to be Vatel. That's what you call out to say now that it's not bound by Shemitah. You only can say maybe Lechumra will say that. But maybe you don't say that. Because mm-hmm. so we're left without a proof to the question. So the Gemara says, well, we bring another proof. Gemara says, Ela min hada. They bring another proof. Netanya, we have a bright Rabbi Shimon Omer. Oh, kodavar sheyesh lo matirim. Any item that is, has a heter, davar sheyesh lo matirim, kegon, teber, maaser sheni, veikdesh, vechadash, Lo natnu ba'im hachamim shi'ur. Let's go one at a time. Table. What's the case of table? You have, let's say, fruit that you didn't take to the motel masrot on it. Okay, it's table. It got mixed up with other cholim. Uh, now, let's say it got mixed up 500 times its amount. There's no betul on that item. Because Bob, there's always a way you could fix it. How can I fix the table? Go to another pile, take uh, to the motel masrot on that uh, table. So we have a rule. Any item, not retroactive, any item that's yesh to heter, it's fixable. I'm not going to rely on bitul. Just fix it. Similarly, the next case would be ma'asir sheni. You have ma'asir sheni, which is called, it got mixed up in a pile of stuff. But mixed up in 500. Don't make tell it. You know why? Because you can fix it. How? Make pidyon. I can be poded, the kiddush, have that ma'asir sheni on a coin, and I solve it. Next case, big dish. Okay, dish also. It got mixed up. Redeem it. Or Hadash. Hadash is the wheat that's Asur. Okay? It got mixed up in a pile of regular wheat. Okay, just wait. Wait it out. Once the second day of Pesach comes, they bring the Qurban Omer, the Hadash becomes Mutar. So we have a rule. Any time it's going to be Mutar, either through waiting it out because of time, or doing a process to it, Bitul is not a factor. Continue. But an item that... You cannot be matirit, kigon, teruma. Let's take another case of teruma. Teruma is teruma. There's no way you can get teruma not to be teruma. So let's say teruma got mixed up in a, in a pile over there. Mm. So what are we going to say? You have bitul. Which is if you have a hundred keneged teruma, it'll be batel. Now you're going to ask me a question, what do you mean, Rabbi? Teruma also has a, uh, it is the vashish lo Because Halakha says you can go to the rabbi. And you can tell the rabbi, I made this item to the ma, I want to I wanna switch. I want to absolve myself of this to the ma, put it on something else. So technically you can be matir. The Ran says, you're right, but since you're not obligated to do that, it's not considered a mitzvah to do that, therefore it's not considered a vashish matirim. Which is by nidarim, if you remember we said, that a nid is considered a vashish matirim. Why? Because it's a mitzvah to go to the rabbi to absolve. So instead of it's not, that's considered Vashir Somatini. But if it's just, you can do it, but you're not obligated to do it, that's not considered Vashir Somatini. So if a Tiruma gets mixed up in a pile, there is Bitu. Since there's no other Heter, there is Bitu. What's the next case? Tirumat Maasir. Okay, that's Maasir and a Maasir. That's what the Levi gives the Kohen. That's uh, 10% of his, uh, 10% that he gets. Also, there's no Bitu on that. I mean, there is Bitu on that, because it's a Davar She'enlo Matini. And Hala. Hala is the also a type of tiruma. The orla, fruit in the first three years, is, you can't be vatel it, because it's davash she'en lo matirim. Uh, okay, kedah is the uh, 
the, the mixture that was in the field when you grew next to the grapes. No way you could material them. Therefore, there is bitul on these things. Good. So that's a cloud, by the way. It's a cloud that we're familiar with again. Good. That's the brighter. Amrudo, so they told him. The rabbis told the bishop on. The bishop on said this bright. They told him. Okay, let's discuss Shemitah. The Shemitah, the fruit of Shemitah have a heter? No. No. Never becomes Mutar. Once, once, once the time of Yisur hits the Shemitah fruit, it remains Yisur forever, right? Shi'ur. But you know what? There's no Bitul. Why did not? Because we have a Mishnah. If Shibi'it fruit falls into other fruit, it's a sur, even a drop, which is even if you have a thousand against it, a sur. What are you talking? According to your rule, Shibi'it in lo matirin, therefore bitul should work. So what are you talking about? How come there's no bitul? So he answers him back. He's having an answer to that. Amar Lahen, he said, Af anilu amarti ila libi'ur. Abala akhila binutin ta'am. He answered very nicely. He said, no, no, no. When I said that Shemitah, the reason why there's no bitul on it, depends when. You have a case where the fruits of Shemitah there's a period of time where they are permissible during the seventh year. That's called before the Sha'ab Bi'ud. Let me explain to you what Sha'ab Bi'ud means. Let's say I go into my field during the Shemitah, it's hefkir. I, I can take like everybody else. I take onions, let's say. These onions are permissible for me to eat. So long as there's more onions in the field for the animals to eat. As long as there's more in the field, I can eat the onions in my house. But after a certain time where there's no more in the field, now the onions in my house become forbidden. So when we say the fruit of Shemitah as soon, it's not as soon immediately, there's a Sha'at Bi'ud. But before the Sha'at Bi'ud, it's permissible. Good. Now let's say before Sha'at Bi'ud, this onion of Shemitah got mixed up in a whole mixture of other uh, fruit, other onions. In this case over here, I'm going to say it, there's no Bitul on it. You know why? Because it's Davash Yishlo Matirim. What's the Yatir? Eat it. Eat them all. Eat it before Sha'at Bi'ud. I'm not going to tell you if I tell this onion into the dungeon, you have a way out. Since you have a, eat it before the Chabiyur. So that's when that Mishnah said that there's no bitul on, a, on an onion. You have an option. The onion that falls in before Chabiyur, I go, I fell on one of the thousand, say bitul. No, 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 no. You have a way out. How? Eat them all. Give them all, give them all to eat. What do you got to rely on bitul for? Oh, very good. But what? I was talking after Chabiyur. After Sha'at Bi'ur, there's no heter for, uh, for, 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 for Shemitah. Therefore, after Sha'at Bi'ur, in the middle of the Because it's the Vashi in law, Matirim. So he says, it depends if it's before or after. Yeah, that was the, they challenged them. They said, Rabbi, you're giving your klal. You're saying if it's the Vashi Eshto Matirim. And bitul, davar she en lo matirim yes lo bitul. Oh, so let's read again. Vehalo shviit en lo matirim. My shviit after shabbiur, 
There's no matirim. And there is no shiur of bitul. Which means even a drop falls into a lot. There's no bitul. When I came along and said it, I only said it that it's tavashish to matirim. When it comes to the bitul, that's why it's not going to be a bitul. I'm so, yeah, right. Abal, lachila, and it's going to be but there'll be two, which is 60, whatever the shoot is, but not 10 times. Also, what's the question over here? Let's go discuss the question. Look at the Ran. Ran, Dibura, Matheel, Aval, Achila. Actually, let's read the one before that. Amar, then, Afhem, no, Amru, Elan, the Biud. Afhem, no, Amru, Shashibit, Osirit, Bekotshu, Bimina, Elan, Shrik, Lechol, Tarovet, Kodma, Biud. What's the question? Alma, Kilan of the Ram now. Alma, Gidulin Enam Nimshachim Ahara Ikar Liot Kamo. What do you see in all this discussion? That the growth does not follow the Ikar. Why? Which means, you see over here, that you have to say that the growth does not follow the Ikar. Because what are we discussing over here? We're discussing, you have a pity, right? Shemi Shemitah stuff, right? We're discussing, could you say bitul, not bitul? Now, what's the case we're talking We're also talking about a case where it grew. Now we want to know, does the growth have the ability to be vatel? The ikar item. Correct? So we're saying, before sha'at bi'ur, just eat the item itself. I'm not going to say bitul. But after sha'at akhira, ilikhanami will say bitul. But what do you, if the Shabbat, you say Bitul, but what do you see here, from the fact that we're discussing Bitul, not Bitul, that means the growth has the ability to Mevatel. But then what's the discussion of Bitul? If the growth is automatically Shemitah, what are you Mevateling? If the growth of Shemitah is Shemitah, there's nothing discussion of Bitul, it's all Shemitah. Right. on the growth itself. Basically, the Gemara now brought a proof to our original question. Let's review our original question. Our original question was, you have a guy that planted fruit in the 70, 70 year. I'm sorry, yeah, 70 year. It was plucked in the 70 year, and he replanted in the 8th year. Okay, it grew more. So the Sheila was, how do you look at the growths? Do the growths, which are hetel now, be batel the ikad, if they become mutar, or do we say no? It's an extension of the ikad, therefore they consider shemitah fruit, they're asur. So we brought it out from over here, because we're discussing in this case, we have shemitah fruit, similar similar case, we have, let's say, 60 year uh, fruits, that, let's say, are hetel, right? And now you have an extension, they grew into the 70 year, we planted in the 70 year, so they have extension, they have gidul. So the whole question over here is what? We're discussing, do you say uh, bitul or not? So we said, if it's before the Sha'at bi'ur, it's considered the Barshiyah, and if it gets mixed up, or for example, you have this growth, I'm going to say what? Eat it. Eat it now when it's still Sha'at uh, Tehetir. But, similar case, if it's after the Isur, so that the Barshiyah, I'll say that the growth can mevatel, the growth can mevatel the Ikar. 
Oh, so if the growth can be vatel the ikar, so what do you see over here? That why it doesn't follow the uh, the extension. Therefore, it's going to really be uh, permissible. Go back to which is go back to our case. Go back to our case, which means go back to our case where it's uh, seven to eight. Right. I'll say what it'll be. Without you, this case is going to be asur. Right. Six the to growth, seven. The growth does exactly. run the ikar. It's six the to seven. Right. Since it's six to seven, you, you need to have uh, uh, a problem here because you're following the growth. And therefore, that's right. I, I repeat again. Just, just, just clarify. We're dealing with two separate cases. This case of here was six to seven, and we're trying to solve a question from seven to eight. Let's review now. In this case that we just brought from this blighter, it was a case that it grew in the sixth, right? It was from the sixth, really, and then it extended. It grew growth in the seventh. And what are we coming along to say? We're coming along to say now that it's a sur. Yes. Which means that what you follow the growth. That's why we're dealing with bitu, the Vashishamatirim, we're dealing with subjects. That means it follows the growth. Very good. So apply that same law to where we were. Seven to eight, follow the growth, it should be Mutan. So the Gemara is going to give the same answer that we gave before, which was Dilma. Hanami Shani. Which means, hey, listen. Again, you have no da'ayah. Again, maybe mm-hmm. I'll say that you go after growth to be mahmir. You have to bring me a proof that you go after growth to be mekel. Which means, from six to seven, to go after growth, to say it is shemitah, wonderful, that's humrah. But to say seven to eight, that you're going to go after growth, and it's eight, that's kula. Who says? So Dran has a question over here. Dran says, hey, the Gemara didn't know this. Didn't we just go through this whole business? Humrah is different? Yeah. So it had to go through a whole other item and answer the same answer. We went through this whole mental exercise already. So then I want to say, this is a little different. We would have thought. Because you're right, it is a Humrah. But this case, he says, there's two Humrot. And therefore, I would have thought that maybe in the case of two Humrot, maybe you're not going to be... Uh, you know, we have to come up to two Humrot. Maybe I'm not going to be uh, say that you go after the... The growth. Right. What's the two chumrot you're going to go after over here? The two chumrot you're going to go after is, number one, the simple chumrah, is that once it um, grows after Sha'at Isur, after, let's say once it uh, gets mixed up, or grows after Sha'at Bi'ur, I'm going to say what? It's Isur, therefore you have to deal with the deed of uh, Bitul. Right? you got to have the certain Shi'ur. And also, it's, uh, there's a chumrah that before Sha'at Bi'ur, is considered the Barshi Yeshlo Matirim. Now, the Vashi Yeshlom Matirim is the Humrah of the rabbi. So in this case, we technically have two Humrot working over here. So I would have thought that what? Maybe when we say Humrah Shani, when you have one Humrah, then the rabbis will put the Humrah and say go after the Gidul. But maybe when you have two Humrot, maybe they're not going to say that you go after the Gidul. That therefore, uh, what? Uh, therefore you have, a, uh, you have a proof that what? That you go after the Gidul. I could apply it even to the case of... The case of Shemitah of seven day, Kabash no. Even in the case where there's two shrinches, the rabbis, I can really tell you that really you don't go after growth. But what? Even if it's going to cause me to put two stringencies on an item, I'll go after growth. But you have no idea when you say it, liquid Which means sometimes the rabbis are not going to just uh, be mahmir if it's going to create so many humrot. So I would have maybe this case was creating two humrot. So maybe, maybe the rabbis, maybe really the law will be, and, and if you see them going after growth, that means they're going after growth, because that's the law. Yeah. And therefore, just like they went after growth in this case, in the gate of seven, they also went after growth. Yeah. No. Even though there's two humrod, 
really I could tell really maybe normally you don't go after growth. But in this case they went after growth in order to be Mahmi, but you have no to say it the class. So at this point the Gemara has not solved its a the original dilemma. Baruch Allah.